It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen, streaming on TikTok and Instagram as well, live streaming uh, the big guy, Ryback22. Uh, greatly appreciate all the love and support on those platforms. That, and as always here on Ryback TV, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback on Twitter. Super chats are brought up on the screen on this. I truly get to your questions life, health, fitness, supplementation, uh, feed me more nutrition questions, pro wrestling questions, whatever questions you may have. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms as well. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. This show is brought to you by and always brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and mung fruit, third-party tested, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly, for men and women on feedmemore.com. 
I'm uh I'm a little bit I'm fasting. I'm 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 deep into my fast here. So uh I gotta get till tonight tonight to get it out, Junior. Uh, I'm having my a coffee here to try to wake up a little more. I'm uh but you get a little these fasts, I tell you, you go from being like really sharp to really um where it just I don't want to I guess spaced out is where it's almost like a numb. Like your brain will tingle at times and like it's a cool feeling, but like you're very very mellow and calm. And then but you can get hit with huge surges of, of energy as well. So but anyways, uh this podcast, guys, with that feed me more nutrition, you could save 20% discount code Ryback Show 20. That's Ryback Show 20 over on feedmemore.com. You could sign up for my massive savings programs uh with the email and text message as well. And uh, which we've got, we've got the new Feed Me More Nutrition uh, Maximum Size and Strength Workout Program available on there for you guys as well. Uh, the BMR Calculator, which is free to track your calories to see how many calories you need per day. And uh, the new website is going to be hopefully up by the end of next week. And uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take remove Twitch from the stream. Thanks for playing. Guys, you don't really hurt anything because no one listens to the show on Twitch anyways because they have a partnership with WWE and nobody sees the account. <laughs> Good to see all of you. Let's, see, let's get to some questions here, guys. What do we got going on? Love from India. Thank you very much. Let's see. Big guy, what is the shield through you in the commentary? Hey, big guy, how was it when the shield threw you on the commentary table, by the way? Love you. Uh, oh, that was fine. Oh, commentary table stuff was easy. You don't don't feel a thing on any of that. Getting powerbombed in the ring hurts more than getting powerbombed on a table, believe it or not. At least in my experience. India, good to see all of you. 1.2 thousand people over on TikTok. Watching the Ryback show right now. Thank you very much. Today should be a pretty big day on TikTok with the numbers continuing to go up as well on there, even though it's slowed down a little bit. Uh, we found TikTok has removed three videos without removing them. They've left them on my page. Uh, they they froze them where people can't see them that were that were going viral, and uh, we're, we're going to get millions of views. And I actually have the contact, and they're looking into it over there and i just go it just doesn't make sense i said why would they why would they i log into my other account and can see it that's not showing up on my feed and they confirmed it on their end so i have that going on that's always great it's always something with all of this and then the uh i'll get to this question and tell you guys on the front of phoenix marie's uh has uh she's involved in the the class action lawsuit uh with only fans and, and I don't believe it. I believe it's against OnlyFans, but with them conspiring with with Meta and IG, um, and and putting people on a terrorism list, that it's essentially just a way to 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 shadow ban them without officially shadow banning them. Which IG has confirmed with me that they are able that and there's no help for it. That internally they could just suppress your account, and they don't have a help feature to help you. Why they would internally be suppressing your account? This has been confirmed, by the way, and outside of the regular shadow banning and all that other stuff. So it's uh, I'm actually have reached out and I'm getting in contact with the attorneys that are that are involved in that. Uh, 
and the big guy's going to do a little digging. And I'm going to find out on, on that list and because there's a lot of names on that list. And it's all people that should not be on that list. And I, I do believe Phoenix was telling me that she thinks this is going to blow up a lot bigger. It's been they've hidden it pretty well, like had things removed on online searches. And the uh, I, I think I told you guys, you can't hide stuff forever. And they're doing a lot of a lot of bad things to a lot of people and hurting a lot of people. And, and I'm just one person and, and, a, and a lot more people. And but I do believe WWE and Vince with their partnerships, it's what it's going to open the floodgates on is you're going to see that everything I've said has been true, but that these companies are evil. And if they conspire with one organization like OnlyFans in, in shadow banning and blocking people and deleting their accounts on that, that they'll who else will they will they do that for? And the answer is any of their partners, any of their partners. So that's uh, that's what I'm got to do a little digging and, and see here with everything and see what we find. Smash Ultra, thank you for the super chat. Uh, I went to the gym because pain is good, but I really wish you're, imper- you're impervious to bullets if you train hard, kind of like a new meaning of pain is good for you. Wish you're impervious to bullets. I'm not really sure. There's not a question on this, but I thank you i think um going uh i'm glad you're going to the gym uh pain is is good in the sense of uh i guess if you classify it like pushing yourself and like fatigue and like your legs are getting tired and and being able to fight and and work through that uh pain in the sense of like being hurt though and trying to to train through that that is not good and if i could just add on what you said to, to help people with that you know if your arm is dangling and like the nerves are fried and you've got broken bones and you're still curling, I'm still going, still going, pain, feed me pain. Like you're not going to be feeding yourself much of anything past that, except for, for probably painkillers and whatever else, you know, so you don't want to go that route. Steve-O says, my friend Bobby and I are watching you right now. Bobby, I hope you're doing well, Bobby. Thank you, thank you. Hello, I'm French and wanted to tell you that you're one of my favorite wrestlers. Thank you. Um, super chat here from Orbitary. Thank you, buddy. Is it true that the WWE later enforced a drug testing rule which required talent to strip down bottomless for your analysis while the tester watched? Yes, I've, I've been a part of many of those. I'll tell you, the, I've talked about it before on the show, but... I will I will give you the exact details of what that entails. That so this started when I was in developmental. The drug testing started when I was at my first time around at OVW, and I'm going to pull this off the screen on the drug testing just for you, so because uh, this might be a little lengthy. And uh, so initially the testers did not watch you. You would just go into a bathroom, you'd go into a stall or, or a urinal, whatever was available uh, or the bathroom in developmental, they had a door uh, and you would just fill up the cup for them. And that was the initial testing on that. And then when I was, I was released from the company in developmental from OVW for about two years in that time span that OVW they, that was done and everyone went to Florida championship wrestling. So, and it was at FCW. It was one of the Samoans, if I'm not mistaken. 
they got caught with a thing called a Wizenator, where it's essentially a fake deal. And I don't want to stick as a TikTok, but you know what? A fake men's member. And that you have a bag like strapped to you and you could use somebody else's urine that's clean and get a clean test. So guys were doing this during the initial the first couple years of the testing. The guy got busted. One of them, they caught the guy with the fake deal. Then the testing went completely like what you heard to where, and then in WWE, um, whether it was FCW and then later on the on the main roster, so you would show up to TV every once in a while, a live event, but mostly TVs. And uh, you would just, the what's it called? You would get there and they say, oh, the testers are here. You got to go into talent relations. So you'd go into the talent relations room and they would they would corral all the guys up. And like, you, you know, you just get in there and you'd have to like, you'd drink water to have to, to, to go. But so the process is you, they corral you in there. You get in there, so you start, you get, you're allowed like two or three bottles of water. You can't drink too much water, but you're allowed a certain amount of water. So, like, guys are drinking water to try to have to go to the bathroom. Sometimes you're sitting in there for, like, an hour. You just don't have to go. And, like, then the tester, they get your ID. You have to go through, fill out the paperwork. Then they go into the bathroom with you, you and the tester. And it's always, and it, it's a male tester. And you have to go in there. You have to lift your shirt up and show them your nipples. Why you have to show them your nipples, I to this day, I don't know how that has anything to do with showing them your gimmick. But show them the tits. Sorry, the the chest. So you lift up the lift up the shirt. Show them your 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 chest, your nipples, and then you pull your pants down to your ankles. You got to pull them all the way down. They can't be like to the knee. They got to be all the way down. So then you just sit and like you just and the guy has observed you, and then you have to fill up the cup in front of him, and then like and then you just like I would just finish going because like once you start, you don't want to like I would literally just be boom. Just keep going with that. Uh, but to say it was like, it was odd. It uh, honestly, and I never really, I, I, you just get used to it eventually. And we were just like, this is just, just ridiculous, literally and figuratively. The, uh, and then you go in there and the, the guy tapes it up and then they take it in and they send it into the to the testing agency. Once I was there and after I was already pretty established enough, like the, the, they'd always use the referees and they have their little walkie talkies. And they're like, I usually like I tell the guys, like, they try to get you in there right away. I go, look, I just got done training. I've got it. I've got like 15 minutes to hit the anabolic window on my hour post training to get my meal in. I'm going to go into catering. I'm going to go sit down. I'm going to have a meal. You guys could watch me. I, I don't know what you think I'm going to do that, that like, is not going to, like, I, and they, eventually they just let me do my thing. I was like, I go, I, I, not, you guys, I'm clean. Like, all, we all, like, but, like, a lot of the guys, they would, like, with the marijuana and things, they would, they would give them a heads up. And, like, I didn't do any of that, so I didn't care on that. And that wasn't a suspension anyways. That was a fine, which was just more annoying than anything if you ever got that, right, with that. But, like. It was just, uh, it was a tedious process of just being more annoying than anything with that. And, you know, a lot of people, it is, you, I always ask myself, I go, man, what would lead someone to get a job doing that, to go watch people do that? That's kind of an odd thing. Like, hey, I'm going to go get a job 
I have a passion for uh, watching people go to the bathroom. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. I, so I always, like, just felt, it's like, man, what led you down this path, man? <laughs> How did you end up here? But, yeah, so that that's that's what it was. That, that's what it was. Got some super chats rolling in here. Uh, super chat. Hold on, we're gonna shell shock someone out of there. Uh, Smash Ultra, thank you for the super chat. What uh, what powers and species do you want and want to be? The what power? I'm very happy just being human. And you know, I thought I. It, it always would have been cool to fly, to be like Superman. I think that would, you know, I'm already pretty strong. and But it'd be cool to be, it'd be pretty cool to be able to, to, to hulk up and to just increase your size massively like the Incredible Hulk and fly at the same time. Big flying, big guy, just all oversized, 20 times the size of regular big guy. That'd be pretty cool. Just flying around, hanging out on mountains. You know, I'd probably say that's the, the two. Another, uh, Matt, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for the super chat. Is it true you were too stiff and aggressive during matches? Uh, and so I'm going to say the no. And this is one of the lies that was put out. And sorry, I'm going to hide this so I can answer Matt. Um, this all started that when I was working the local talents, and none of the local talents, if you ever go and ask them, and I'm those matches with the local talents were the most aggressive matches I ever did. As far as in my in that, and and none of those guys were ever, ever hurt or injured or anything. I, and I was specifically told to be aggressive. And I did my job, hit hard in safe places, but not and don't hurt anybody. And I never did on that. So, and that's part of the believability of of looking like you're you're hurting somebody without hurting them on that but i was far more aggressive with those guys right because that was the get over phase and that was the instructions go get over with that right and so and then it depends who you're working but some guys you can you can work a little uh like Seamus and me we, we don't even have to say anything we just we just know that it's and like he, he likes to work a little more physical and that's what it should be and that's why the big guys if you and this was always taught to me if you look the way that I look and you go out there and throw fluff, you are going to, you are not going to be around and Vince will sour on you like that with that. But the, there's a key to working with people and protecting them. And, you know, I can, I'm just giving you an example, punk. I couldn't get punk a body slam without him punk. And I'm talking, dropping him gently was so beat up. And that guy, he was, he would complain about everybody. And this isn't me. This is, I would literally watch him working. Other people he used to complain about Brody Lee all the time, all the time being too stiff with him all the guys. And I'm just like, if you know, you know, you guys aren't going to know, but the people back there, they know with that. So it's, um, but yeah, it's very, it's a physical sport though. And like it's with that, but all that stuff all was a lot later. And a lot of it wasn't there outside of the, uh, I remember the local athletes, they started and that was all coming from everything I've talked about in detail with all the, my situation with them. It was, they started putting out false things right away. It's like the Brock Lesnar story. They said, Brock Lesnar beat me up. Brock never beat me up. How does that even get put out by people? People should go, whoever 
was the first to mention that, whether it was that Schmelzer, uh, Alka-Seltzer dude, whatever. They, they should see if he's the one that said that, it's a flat-out lie. And you know, oh, that guy flat-out lies. And that, and that's what and I always say, like, no respect for any of those people with that. But I dealt with that from the beginning on seeing that. I'm like, where does, what are they talking about? So, and my, here's going to be, a, this is where I'm going to leave you with on this. Why was I constantly working with all the other top people, regardless of where I was, uh, whether I was in, in uh, working main events or mid-card, always working with the top people? There you go. I would not be working with top people if I was taking out people. And I ask, who did you ever see me take out that missed time? I know guys that are active on the rosters that have ended guys' careers. I never ended a guy's career, right? So I think people, though, they 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 latch on to something. I look like a big, bad, big, aggressive guy. So it's it's believable, and you want to find a reason to hate me, right? So, and not you, but just saying in general. It's not true with that. But I am I am a very I'm a fast and physical human being by nature. But you adjust it, and I always take it as a compliment that people think that because I think it's a true testament to being able to do that and, and make it as believable as possible. So, uh, when I was in uh, Tough Enough, did I have any interactions uh, with Eddie or Benoit? Yes. Um, are stories any stories come to mind? It was just Tough Enough, a legit competition, or just a viewer ratings kind of thing. So, just the the uh, I was I've trained with Chris Benoit. Um, he came down to Deep South Wrestling a couple times. And I had to take like 50 arm drags from him one day because Bill DeBot, I, I, we, we, it was like eight hour training days down there. This was just straight boot camp. Whatever they'd ever said about WCW power plant, this was a million times worse. It was, <laughs> and I wasn't at the power plant, but I, this was a million times worse. And, uh, and, and I'm thankful for all of it though, because it, nothing was ever as hard as that. But, uh, I, I bruised my tailbone and you just keep training. You're like, you don't say anything. There weren't even trainers back then. Like we didn't even have like a staff to like go to. Right. And like, and so I was taking my bumps. I'm usually bumped very aggressively, but at that particular morning, I had a bruised tailbone that lasted for about a month. And like Benoit was like, Bill said something to him and like, Oh, right. Ryback, uh, Ryan doesn't know how to take uh, arm drags apparently today. And so, Chris, you don't know how to take – Chris didn't know. He was like – he thought I legit didn't know how to take arm drags. And I was, and I just go, yeah, I guess I don't know how to take arm drags. And because like, I'm brand new at the time. So I had to take 50 in a row with a bruised tailbone. Chris Benoit, full-blown Chris Benoit mode, going. I blown to pieces. Just – I'll never forget that day. But then, like, Chris had, like, all these drills we were doing set up. And uh, the funny thing is before he got there, we had to run, like, a mile – uh, around the building, we had to do all these 500 Hindu squats, 100 push-ups, 100 crunches, and 100 of something else. And then along with all our stretches. So we're already like, that's, that was just before all the drills at, at Deep South. And I had to do that twice a day with both classes. This is why nothing will ever phase me ever in life after surviving all this. And uh, Chris gets there. He got there a little late that morning. But, and Bill, and uh, or at least according to what Bill had said at the time, and, and Chris goes, oh, have the guys done anything yet? Are they warmed up? And Bill goes, nope, they're all yours. <laughs> so we, we had to, <laughs> which is a rip from Bill. We had to do the whole training all over. We had to do our whole warm-ups. Our, so we had, we were a 1,000 Hindu squats in before we even did Chris, Chris Benoit training, by the way. Um, 200 crunches and then the 200 push-ups. 
and and whatever, and all the stretches all over. So yeah, I and then Chris on the main roster, I saw him up there. But I remember Eddie more. I remember seeing Eddie, and he was in pain. Like you'd always have like ice packs or heat packs on, which I understood like that you would get before your matches, and and we'd used them at different points in times. You know, you'd ice afterwards if you were a little banged up, or you throw a heating pad on if your shoulders a little stiff or your necks a little stiff before you go out there. But uh, he was always very nice to me. Um, he always very nice. And I remember, I it's crazy how you just have weird memories of something in your head. I have a memory walking in the airport during Tough Enough to go fly home, and all the other wrestlers were were in the airport because it was a small. It was like it was a small airport, and we all had to connect. It, you had the same connecting flight to to like Chicago or wherever we were going to then go home, right? And I just remember seeing uh, Eddie walking with his head down in front of me and like like tired and like then me living that life for five years straight pretty much knowing later on right and um but that memory is always in my head of him with that and i don't know why i just remember that that like during that period you know you just remember little bits and pieces sometimes of things so but he was always very very uh very nice as was as was chris chris was always was very very nice and and chris talked a lot you know on the on the endurance in your legs and bill was really big on this that and the reason you do the hindu squats is no matter how blown up you get in a match as long as your legs don't fatigue and get jelly on you because i think that's one of the things if your legs go jelly and they're not in shape you can't stand up you can't you can't you're not safe you can't do anything but if you have your legs i always do hindu squats when i'm wrestling more uh along like burpees and hindu squats because they're it's it's key to to endurance that even if you get tired, your legs aren't tired and you can keep going. So they, they taught, learned a very valuable lesson really early on with that. Uh, Derek, good to see you, buddy. Derek, the oil boy in the house, saying he wants to uh, grease me up. Um, Matt, thank you for the super chat. YouTuber Russell Lamia had said, WWE, I have them blocked, by the way. I've had them blocked for years, which is why in places like that will come out. I'm just telling you straight up. They clickbait lies nonstop. And this is about, and I'll tell you this, uh, Russell Lamia had said, WWE released you because your character clashed too much with Goldberg. Your thoughts? How, how, they? that's not true. They didn't release me. I walked out on my multi-million dollar contract, so. That alone right there just tells you why, when have you ever heard, why would you think like even that, how is that even believable? Why wouldn't they just book a match if I was still there? They didn't want him there when I was there. They told me that repeatedly and I've talked about that. And then when I left and then I'm telling you, they do the craziest things despite people. They told me for years, you don't want to work with him. You don't want to work with him. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. And then the moment I leave, they bring him back. And I'm happy for him. And that's nothing against him. I like Bill. I've met him. He's a very nice guy. And I would like, I want to be his last match. I've said that for, for years with that. I think it's just the, the perfect thing. But the places like that, I'm just telling you, you're wasting your time watching. These people are evil people that create lies and don't care about people. And that's just, that everything that you just posted in that was just a straight up lie. Not true. 100% not true. So. Uh, I would just say try to spend your time better, Matt. Man, don't get caught up in that in that life with that. And then there'll be people that like that won't believe me, but they'll believe that. And I'm like, more power to you if that's the case. 
But that's a bad way to make money. Like it's literally if I just came on here and just started creating lies about other people and wrestlers and people just to try to make money in being negative, which there's other people that do this all the time with that. And in the JC guy, the, the, the corn, corn, corn guy, he does that. He makes a living off of doing that. And I just think that's a horrible, horrible way to live life. No, yeah, the Samoa Joe Tyson kid thing. That's a, that was a horrific incident. I was there for that. I remember if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe that was San Antonio, San Antonio, because I remember the uh, arena, and I remember Tyson and them coming back. The and I remember I remember hearing he just remember him uh, cussing and and freaking out. I'm just reliving it, literally thinking about that, and then man. And little did we know that was going to be it for him. But that's crazy, right? Well, that. Tyson Kidd's a great guy. I've always liked Tyson a lot. It just sucks. I wish. He's very smart. Like, if I was going to. I'll tell you what. If I had to pick my producers. Like, if I had to come back for a match. Ryback Goldberg. I would, I would, Tyson Kidd would be one of the producers I'd want to have for my match. I trust him. And like, that would be, and, uh, and then I would, I, I would, I would probably go, I would go a two piece. And as much as he could be annoying at times, Michael Hayes is, is a very smart man as well. I'd probably, I'd throw a two piece in there with Michael Hayes and Tyson Kidd, old school, new school, were my age in that. And, uh, yeah, that would be the, that would be the team. I think Arn would have been if Arn was still there. Arn's another one of my favorites. I, I Arn is is a producer and just guy. Always treated me very nice. Always honest. I appreciate Arn because Arn was very honest and would give you a lot of insight into things. And he's always very professional, as are all, all of them, pretty much. But. Uh, how do you prevent strength loss, weight training as the temperature uh, go up? Well, obviously, you got to make sure you're staying hydrated. I train in my gym. It gets really hot here in Vegas. I have the air on, and I'll leave the gym door open, the, the garage door here to, for the house so that the AC can go in there. And I'll leave the door shut on the garage so the air doesn't, doesn't even though it is getting out through the cracks through the garage door a little bit, but it stays relatively cool. But I'll sometimes shut I keep the door shut and let it just get as hot as possible and train in really hot weather. You sweat a lot. Um, making sure you, you have ample fluids uh, before and after. Uh, and another thing is, is sodium intake. You know, like a good thing, like if you sweat a lot and when the temperature's up, drinking a lot of water, like drinking water throughout and then post-workout, also eating a couple pickles or pickle spheres, three or four of them, if you have an, an intense training session, like I'll do that. Like if I go do the sauna and I lose a lot of, like I'll lose a lot of water, a lot. And like, I, I got to come back and, and I got to hydrate and, and I'll do some pickle spheres to get the, to get those sodium levels up. And I'll add a little extra um, sea salt, pink Himalayan sea salt on my meal, uh, meal afterwards as well to make sure that, that you replace those fluids that you lost in those, those, those minerals. Uh, hold on. 
Are you natty? No, I'm on TRT, HRT since 28, the same, since literally been the same since 28 on that, all within the normal ranges, though. I, I've always been honest about that, and I'm not even, but like, so that wouldn't classify as being natty or natural, but my levels are in the natural level. Like, my, my levels are not significantly greater than your everyday regular person, right, with that? So that's where, but I, I'm very honest about that and always have been that it's just I, I tell people it's it's like it, it, it to me and there are people that can do that and can i know people that go on trt though and they take a massive dosage where they're not they're out of the levels like that's not me never was never i don't play that game like i want to live for a long time and i like i like working hard and it's there's the the health risk for it don't just not worth it to me with that so uh let's see how does timing a match work does your time include entrances and were the cues to go home given by the ref or did you get better at timing your own matches as time went on um the i'm trying to think back now geez trying to think to the timing on the entrances if the entrances if you have yeah, so what essentially the, the entrances do count into the into the match if they're televised on that. Um, and what happens? So say you've got uh, a twelve minute match, right? A twelve minute TV match, uh, which oftentimes would change in Gorilla. Sometimes you'd get uh, you'd get time added, but ninety nine percent of the time you get time cut, depending on the show where you're at in the show. So, and I got really good at it. I've had to adjust. I've had matches where you got to go right to break really quick and cut out your entire. I mean, cut out like six, eight minutes of a match and like, which is where learning how to work on the fly, which I would do on live events more. I wouldn't plan everything on live events outside of the the things that needed to be planned and just have fun and then work. And it made it a lot more fun for me. And I got really comfortable doing that uh, as time went on. And it's, it's really, really valuable to do that. And you do that. Because one in the crowd, I feel like you can you listen to the crowd better, and you don't worry about going from thing to thing too much, and you you just you're in the moment, and it's it's much more exhilarating uh, to then just memorizing stuff. That I'm telling you, I got sick of that really quickly. It's just too boring to me. With that, which is why I hated scripted promos with everything, where you're not allowed to put your personality into anything, and like I'm really big on like act and react. I I love that part of the the, the business, and I understand that you there's you got to have structure and I'm, I'm all for structure with that i think it's really good but i also think you do need to have let people have moments right and things like that but so the time by the time you get to the ring the referee would tell you say you've got a 12 minute match and after both your entrances you, you know you have you have nine minutes or you have 10 minutes the referee would come up and tell me all the time what we had time was with that and then and then you just go and then you then now you you kind of equate you take out your your you you adjust when you're putting together a match that if you have a 12 minute match or let's, let's we'll do nine minutes of stuff. And then usually you get your like TV breaks or they'll cue you in. You got, you know, 30 seconds to break or, you know, 10 seconds to break and that, and that's the stuff that's a lot more difficult that I would say like going back, you would have to, that would take a small amount of, of time to probably to, to maybe get acclimated to that again, just because it, but I was, didn't I loved, I always, thought it was really easy once once I was going and uh and, and never I, I was pretty hitting times we 
I don't think I ever got in trouble forever for not hitting times. I never, never not saying there's always going to be, you're never going to be perfect on like that. But like, there's ways like, if, you know, if I, you finish a match 30 seconds early, uh, but they're going to be able to get, you know, the, maybe you get a little extra camera time post-match, right? That's not a bad thing. And and I never was upset or any of that. Like, so FaceTime is, is, is huge, but um, yeah, it, it's one of the more difficult things for a lot of people though. And, and granted when I started out and like, it was, it was like, whoa, like on top of all this, you have to like also be a, like good at timing, which is, a, is a, that's a skill that a lot of people wouldn't, you know, that it's really hard to see that on TV sometimes with, with people. Um, I remember, I don't remember, there was a battle royal that was to put Roman over. And this is when I was kind of in my punishment period and I was a heel and I was getting good at being like kind of like, coming up with things and the match was going like a lot of things were going wrong. And I remember I had to tell Axel in Roman, we all the eliminate something, the eliminations were going out of order. Somebody messed up something. I remember people were freaking out and like people on the outside of the ring freaking out. And uh, we got it back under control. And I told Roman, we called a spot and I, I directed it for a call, a double spear with, to hit me and Axel with a double spear. And that's on YouTube. It's somewhere with that. But I, and I don't remember all the details, and it, it wasn't anything extravagant or any, but it was just like a little thing. And I remember that was around the period I was getting a really, really comfortable and like in coming into my own, like, because just we were working nonstop. And I was comfortable in the beginning too. But again, I was, I'd been out for a bit and coming back, and I was working short two on one matches for a while, right? And then, got thrown into the main event. And then when I got thrown into the main event, I was, they, they, that was, you're listening more than you're directing on that. And then after a point, then you get to a point and talent changes, right? And now, now you're that person and that kind of, and it, I always preferred being that person rather than outside of, and it was cool. John, John, and of all the guys, and I know John personally with stuff I've said, I enjoyed working with John as well as Jericho, uh, put them hand in hand together on that. That, that they were really, really professional, though, still, as far as in, in, in with the matches and learned a lot really quickly and got, I felt able to take that, made me a, a better baby face and heel down the road with that. So even though, you know, you could sit there and say the the the, the feud and everything, we, I thought we always had great matches, always. The, you know, I would have preferred it was to put the title on me uh, just the way everything went, I think from a character standpoint, it needed that after the, the, you know, the baby face run the way that it ended. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do? I learned a lot of lessons in that, that if I'm able to go back and do things that are very valuable to me and everything I have now is because of that stuff motivated me to learn outside of the business, how to make money so that I, my fate wasn't dictated by, by, other stuff going on that had nothing to do with creative all from the legal stuff that, you know, so that I'm still unfortunately dealing with. I think I missed a super chat. I'll get to that. What was my favorite? Uh, Matt, thank you for the super chat. Your character was very underutilized. The storylines now would be much better with you headlining. Thank you very Matt. Well, thank you very Matt. much, Matt. Um, yeah, I think, uh, we'll see what happens once everything, um, I got to talk to my attorney on Monday with everything going on and, um, and see where everything's at and 
we'll go we'll go from there i'm i'm just just getting getting stronger and, and healthier and uh i've seen uh i saw there was somebody and they just block it and just keep going on but it, it just we kind of and i understand this is going to happen so many people don't understand you know the, the needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and my back's now 100 the shoulder was has been a much lengthier much more difficult thing and it's so so close but Somebody essentially wrote a pretty detailed message saying that they can't support me anymore, that they give up, that they 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 go, you're never coming back. You're just going to keep working out and you're just no, no mention of running a business or anything like that, because it doesn't help with their narrative that um, that I'm just I'm always going to like uh, I'm never going to I'm never going to come back, essentially. And th that if my life is just working out and eat doing food videos that that they can't support me and they, they they were clearly very very upset and there was some other stuff in there but so anyways i just block keep going about my day but it just reminded me i go you know it, it, it my what i'm doing has never been done before and i've got all this legal stuff going on by the way that i've won but there, there's a lot of serious stuff going on with this but you know there's going to be people that give up along the way they're going to there's probably a lot that have they're like oh this guy he he's he's they don't they don't understand they don't they don't know what it's like to need a shoulder replacement at 34 and doing something that nobody's ever done before without getting their shoulder replaced which would have been game over for me and i'm like so close and this is why I, but i it didn't fit the time frame of what because they would have given up and so but i'm not giving up just because they gave up or they would have given up or they can't understand the work that goes into this i was just telling my dad this when saw my dad yesterday and i just said no matter how much I talk about this, nobody will ever understand the amount of work I've had to do the last six years to even be at this point that I'm in right now. And I said, I could tell it and I could tell it all day long. I could tell it on I could tell it on the Joe Rogan podcast. I could tell tell people about the 19 stem cells, the hours every single day of, of rehab exercises, along with the training and then all the scar tissue work, which is hours seeing multiple people for extended periods of time, getting my shoulder worked on every single week. With, with the with the scar tissue with wasana like for years three years i've been seeing her on this now and we're so she just goes it's a miracle how how far you've come and like but this is what it takes and that's why i preach my mindset with people and then i go they'll be back on the bandwagon when, once the victory has happened but they gave up along the way and i don't whatever you give up just because you gave up doesn't mean i have to give up right because if i give up i'm then, then i'm just like then now i'm like you and not you personally but like you know like them so, and uh, it was really cool because I, I, I love when I see stuff like that because then that's that it, that would be my message of the week next week when I talk to the Feed Me More Nutrition newsletter people and I'll, I'll condense that into a short message for the text with the discount. And I, I like it, I was like, and just like, yeah, you gave up. That doesn't mean I have to give up, you know. And I was like, I don't need that energy around me. You're blocked. You go about your business. It's cool. I'm glad you felt the need. You could have just stopped watching me. You don't, you know, but instead you wanted to make it personal and try to attack me and like, why you want me to give up? Why would you want me to give up? Because you didn't, that's going to make you feel better about yourself, but that's the world we live in. And that's where a lot of the hate and the negativity and the, the critiques from those not doing come in because you upset them because you're doing rather than just them saying, Hey, this guy just for whatever reason, I just don't want to watch him. Don't watch. I do it with a lot of people. Like, but there's nothing wrong with that. But like to like then personally try to like stop them from doing what because they're you know because they're not like you. Odd, odd thing. Human nature is very odd to me.
but that's life. Uh, well, all right, we're going to shell shock them out of here. I'm not even going to give you any credit for even the, I wanted to say hi to you, but you spammed the chat. Is it, Ryback, is it true the submission specialist, Great Kali, was your idol? Uh, I love the Great Kali. I think Great Kali is a great, great human being and great guy. He, and I don't think anyone can truly appreciate how difficult it is. He, like, he's not like, is like, you know, Big Show's really athletic and like, Great Kali, though, had like in his back injuries and like, he was, he was like, his body's massive, but his legs are really long and it like, is it, it always reminded me like his back looked like it was fused. And maybe it was at some point, but he uh, he's he's an amazing guy, man. I I love wrestling, great Kali. Anytime you get get a guy like that, and he gets great reactions too. He's over, and he it like and you're overcoming the odds wrestling a, a real life giant. Like all, all all day long, I'll go to that matchup. You'll get you'll get better reactions, and I always like wrestling a guy like that, you know, than doing a million flips. And you, you go in person, you'll see if you do the match right. Uh, Ryback, do you have any thoughts on CBD relieving anxiety and pain? Uh, or is it snake oil? Is there legitimacy to it? So there's people that swear by it. You know, I've never, I've tried the CBD, but I, I don't, I didn't try it long enough and it didn't really do anything for my pain in my back and shoulder, which were really bad. You know, maybe now where my shoulders at a, a, so close, you know, that might be something I should look into trying to see. Cause I, I know people that swear by it. They say though, and everyone I've talked to has told me that I didn't take enough of it. That you got to, there's certain ones that you got to take that when they're higher milligrams that are really good for pain. I don't know about the anxiety part. Um, but I think it's worth, try. my thing is this, you can listen to a million people. The best way to know is to just go get a good product and try it. RVD has stuff. I've never used this, but I, I, I you know, if, if I do buy some, I'll probably go buy some from him on his online shop or something because I'd, I'd support him because I like Rob and I, I trust Rob knows what he's doing. And that that's one of his passions, right? Like legit. That's like the supplements are one of my passions. That's why I like it's, but uh, yeah, I just think you got to try it and see and if it helps. Like I said, I could swear by it or I could say, Hey, that didn't work for me, but that it's not the case. I see so many people swear by it that I go, it can't be, it can't be, like, there's just, you can't be that many people that are tricked, right? Like, let's see. <clears throat> Shoulder pain does suck. And it, it is, um, I, I don't wish it on anyone. And I'm in such a good place now with where I'm at. But it's been, I just posted, like, I posted a video yesterday. And just to give you guys um, uh, some context of wh where I've, I've come from, and how bad I was to where I am now. After my first shoulder scope and, and stem cell procedure in 2000, it was either, the, I think it was the beginning of 2017. I had to take some time off and then I was able to start training. And I remember I did my an appearance in Pennsylvania. And I went to the gym and I was going to do whatever I could, very light workout to try to start like lifting a little bit again. And I, I'll never forget this. I went to the hammer strength machine, and this is on my IG and TikTok, so you can see the exact machine I'm talking about. 
which is yesterday's post, you'll see it, with four 45-pound plates on there, which I used to be able to just rep out like, like nothing. Just easy, just rep. I used to put on five plates. You got to be careful because if you go too hard, it could fall off. Um, but usually four, and you just rep it out. The I had a five-pound plate. A five-pound plate I put on that when my shoulder was at it after those the first procedures. When and it was grinding and moving all over the place. The stability was horrible, and I just said, "There's no way." Like I, I remember just thinking at the time, I go, "How am I gonna like get better from this?" Like my shoulder is destroyed. I am now doing four plates once again and not getting grinding, which I was getting grinding up until that going that heavy weight. And, and I'm now at a point where I can do that weight and not get grinding. And I'm still, it's still not a hundred percent, but it's so close. Like this is just to give you the context of how far we've come and like on all of this. And, and that's why I know like what I'm doing is working and where I, I go, like if people like, give up or if they, people, I go, I get it. Cool. I don't care if it takes 10 more years. Like, and it's not going to take 10 more years, but I, I, that's my mindset. I don't care if I have to come back at 50 to over, like I'm, I'm, I am in all the way on this and you're not, no one's going to stop me. No one's going to stop this. And it's going to be an incredible story and it's going to be inspirational and motivational for a lot of people on doing something that has never been done. And like I said, as angry and frustrated as I get at times with everything going on and my social media being suppressed and which like, I go, I've been given the gift and I've been given the ability to show people my mindset is real and that's my brand. And it is only going to just, it's going to catapult everything the moment this is all over. Mark my words. And that I go, that is, I've literally, as, as angry as I can get over this, I go, I've got to prove to you guys, right? That, that I am who I say I am and my mindset and my brand that I am who I am and where I am because of that mindset. And, and over, the odds were already with the injuries, but now with everything else going on and winning stuff with WWE and like, this is going to be, it's going to be a beautiful story that I will get to stand on stage and tell over and over and over for the rest of my life, along with all the other stuff I continue to do and growing my brand and business and being going to be a major player in a lot of ways. And it's, you know, nothing's ever easy, but that's, that is where everything is going. So. I just uh, I thank the people that stayed with me on everything and, and and believe me and listen over a lot of the lies and I'm not perfect and you know I know the things like the 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 tweet a couple weeks ago whatever it was that was done 100% I told you specifically for legal reasons with the things the things that I'm doing and in and, and also with what they've said and what they've done and what they're doing to me right you I'm dealing with a very evil human being and corporation that are doing a lot of bad things and it's it's my life. I have to fight. If I don't, if I'm quiet, nothing gets done and nothing gets fixed. So that's why I have to be the way that I am. But I give you this content and I talk to you guys so you can see me and hear me and listen to me. You go, you know what? I may not have liked that, but I can at least kind of understand, you know, where he's coming from maybe with that, you know? And so that's where, and maybe you don't, and that's your right not to. But again, this is my fight and what I have to, I have to do what I believe is is right in into the time. Derek, thank you for letting me know you want to grease up my body. Derek, the oil boy in the house. Have you put in that job uh, application yet for WWECorp.com, Derek? You could use me as a reference if you'd like, uh, and and uh, and say that you I I 
I mentioned to you about being the, the traveling oil boy. Telling you, Derek, the opportunities there. A lot of guys in great shape for you, Derek. Orton, I know, is the one you want the most. Orton's big on the baby oil. Oiling up RK Bro before they go out. Just imagine it, Derek. Bill Wild, thank you for the super chat. Love the new t-shirt styles that feed me more, big guy. Yeah, oh, so the new site and everything is going to be up here, Bill. They just sent over a thing, and I had to give my insight onto it. And I posted a little picture of kind of the theme of what it's going to look like. So these people that I'm working with now, they are top-notch. They work with Mike Tyson, Eminem, Donald Trump Jr., and a bunch of other, like, but big, the Hodge twins. They work with, like, some big-time people that, that do really well. I wish I would have gotten contact with them right away with things, but they are, they are, I'm, I'm very excited with where we are going. Uh, and it's everything, we're going to have full merch, all the supplements, and everything's going to be categorized. It's going to be, the website's going to be very, very up to date and modern uh, and, and very easy, easy to navigate. And like I, the website now is the best version it's been since I've had it. And I'm learning along the way and, and working with people now, though, it's like now we really are coming into our own with all of this. And I'm 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 looking forward to re- because the revenue is going to go up substantially by bringing them on. It already like it's going to it's going to be a really cool thing that is going to allow me to put more money into the supplements. So I'm really, really pumped. And hopefully get all this legal BS all over with really soon here. And, and we are off to the races. Shiki baby, I appreciate you swinging back in. Shell shock. Shiki baby, you're out of here. Uh, Justin asks, who is the head person at live events? It would be whoever the producers. Uh, there'd usually be two or three producers on the road. Uh, for each brand at the time. And those were the people that were kind of in charge. They were in charge. And it live events are so laid back. Everyone, I mean, you're literally, you come, you go, you go, you're at the gym, you go to the gym, you go get your food, you stroll up to the, to the, to the building backstage in the parking lot. Sometimes there'd, there'd be fans out there, not as much as like for TV and pay-per-views, but there'd be fans for the live events that want to see you walk in. You walk in with your gym clothes on, you go sit down, eat your food, Play on your phone a little bit. You already got your match. You know what you're doing. You know where you're at on the card. And, and you just, you just, it's it's so fun, man. It was, you, you're not at the, the building all day. You're not dealing with writers. If you did have a promo, it was, or it was, the, the producer would say, cut a, cut a minute promo on this, but it's not written for you. So, but you, everyone just had an understanding of like what you do and don't do. And man, it was just. Crowds were always loud. Great time, man. Great time on that. Just very easy. Very easy. And just, and you're not worried about, like, anyone, like, it, it, you're not worried about, like, your character for TV, get, you know, getting buried. or Because it's a live event. It's just fun, man. So, I always loved live events. I don't know anything about Liver King. I saw he just did a podcast with um, what's his name? 
how am I forgetting the name? Logan Paul. It was just on WrestleMania. And uh, I just saw a short little clip. I don't I don't get caught up in any of that. The guy is clearly, though, in, in, like using other things, right? And I don't know if he, he says he doesn't or what he, he – the way he just – his body has a different look, right? And uh, it's just not, not something I pay attention to. I don't even – I don't – it's – I just don't pay attention to it. He made some money selling things, and he hurt, you know – a lot of animals that are tortured and hurt in the process of that. Cool. That's what you do, you know, but you know, I think if you're going to do that, you got to be, that's why I tell you guys, like I'm honest and transparent. Like, no, I'm on TRT HRT since 28, the same levels, like, and it's all mid normal, mid high levels, like nothing like, but it would, and most men, once they get in their thirties and forties, go on that. And the ones that don't usually have, have low T and some people are lucky and, and don't get that with that. Right. But, it's that's not like cheating or abusing the system. It's not using other drugs or anything like that. But I was like, I, I genuinely have used my supplements since I was in my twenties. I started making all this. So make it's a little different, right? With that, but there's when you do something else and then tell people like, hey, I'm doing this and this is why I look the way that I look, or it's just okay, cool. Uh oh, I missed a super chat. Let's see. Uh, do I drink alcohol anymore? I usually do red wine once a week um, and nothing crazy. Sometimes just a bottle with that. And then occasionally, uh, like I go back and forth, it'll be either a bottle or two bottles. But if I do two bottles, it's with a lot, a lot of water. The one bottle is with a lot of water too. But I, it's not, and it's not like a quick, like chug it or anything. It's drunk over a period of four hours usually around that time and drinking a lot of water with it. And it's just more of like a mental relaxation. I sleep beautiful on it. And it's my treat once a week with that. And from everything I've seen, you know, if you, with wine and stuff, no more than two bottles a week. Like that, that's like the, where I go, okay. And I, all my, I, my blood pressure is always perfect. All my, my numbers are always great, right, on everything. So, and that's where I kind of, I look at it. I go, I feel like if there are any negative effects that's possibly that they're negated by really watering it down. I, I feel like, and also though the mental relief, like I really look forward to it every week. I love balance. Like it's a treat every week. Like to, if you do it, you know, or to know, cause like rather than like, Oh, I'm not going to drink ever. It doesn't hurt my body. I, I, I add it into my, my calories for the day. I do a 24 hour fast right after. Right. So to me, it like kind of is like a little reward for the end of the week. Cause like life is about, I always look at it like this. Right. We try to be as healthy as humanly possible with everything we do. But like we also want to live life. And like if you just are like stressed all the time and you don't do anything and you're like you see doctors that tell you everything's bad for you. Right. All these things. And, I, and they're not they're not wrong on things. that, But like there's also the stress of thinking everything's bad for you. And I feel like that can take away from your life as well. Whereas if you're like if you're able to have balance and you're like, hey, I could drink once a week. I know myself, it's not like I'm drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels every week. That's much more severe and hard on your liver, right? With everything in your kidneys. I'm I'm just two bottles of wine diluted with, with a, literally a gallon of water at least over four hours at the extreme end of it. I go, I, I, I look at that, I go, which is the equivalent of like eight beers, nine beers, possibly, right? If, I, if I'm not mistaken in my math. Um, 
so you look at it like so once a week it's like doing eight beers and but with a bunch of water so it's like eh i think that's i think it's i'm doing all right and i and i enjoy it you know and now if i ever have anything where i think you know what i think this is negative negatively impacting my life i think it, it, it i'm it's i got to make some adjustments like hey maybe it's just maybe it's just a glass once a week you know as time goes on sorry tiktok uh tiktok there or maybe it's you know, a bottle only, no more than a bottle and with a gallon of water. But the, the Tuesday upper end and never any more than that. And it's like I said, over a period of time. Wake up really early. Don't don't feel you're not hung over. No negative effects with that. And uh, yeah. And I'm also too, I think you got to take some people. I am a, a large fella, fella, fellow, the uh, shamus to myself. I am a large fellow. The uh, 285, 290 pounds most of the time, right? So, hello, hello. We got some weirdos in here. What was the biggest culture shock or biggest um, damn moment when first coming to the WWE? Uh, the Nexus stuff was all pretty surreal. Nexus, but like just being on the main roster, even NXT and like, but Nexus, like we were, we went from doing nothing to being in the main event every single night on live events and, and TV in the main storyline. Like talk about like, you know, we went, literally went from thinking we're going to get sent back to developmental and be like, oh, my God, are we ever, am I ever going to make it out of developmental with the other guys to, like, headlining pay-per-views, taking chair shots from Bret Hart? It was a pretty, pretty surreal moment. And then being up there and being so comfortable and it's just night and day, like, that I, That to me was, I remember towards, like, after being there for the the growing up within the business in my twenties. And it was, uh, it, it, it's crazy how things change your views of things change, how uh, things that once excited you just become very normal in that. And it doesn't mean that they're not exciting anymore. They just become much normal. Cause it's just, it's part of your everyday life, you know? Hello, hello, hello. Get some weird people that are shell shock him out of here. Oh, yeah, you missed the whining with the Ryback or boozing with the big guy. Yeah. I just haven't done like I use that as my period just to relax and to, you know, just to 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 just not do anything. Right? That's because that's working at the end of the day, even if it's funny and laughing. Like it's just where I is so that's why I, I don't I don't include it on that. I haven't. Not to say that I won't at some point. But I like, and I think I will down the road once everything and doing different things. But under now, it's just like my moment just to shut down and just relax. Who had the best smelling cologne in the locker rooms? I have no idea, man. I don't ever remember being like thinking like, oh man, so and so smells amazing today. Like, don't. 
I don't know. Uh, Brian says, if social media, this is a really good question, actually. If social media didn't have a block or ignore button, uh, would you still have you social media? 100%. The, I think I'm at like, I'm immune to, by the way, to, to hate and negativity at this point, like immune. If you ever notice, like I haven't changed one bit, right? I haven't done, I like, but I have a business and I got to use it for things. Um, I just believe it's, it's essentially like the blocking in, in, in stopping people. It's just, you're stopping them from, from pushing their mindset and their hate. And it's like, essentially, like I said, it's essentially a punch in that if you view, everyone's going to have different views of how they view it. But like, if somebody disrespects you in person, there's repercussions, right? That's like the repercussion on social media to the that, everything that we have, just to kind of say, nope, you're not gonna, we're not gonna tolerate that with that. And that's where I, I tell people too, the filters are a beautiful thing. Like, I don't even now have to be even exposed. There's a very minimal on that. On with, and it's not things over like you know, say like something in, in if I did something in real life, I'm trying to. Where, you know, like, think of, like, Michael Vick, right? Where, like, someone, like, that did something really that passionate, like, with animals, with that. You see, like, and then people, it's all wrestling related. And, and the majority of it's all keywords and things that are all based around lies and the things. And it's just like that. It's the same type of human being always on that. And it's just, it wastes time. Whether, it, it, even, so you eliminate the need to even have to block people by just preventing them with that even coming at you to begin with now. And it, where you could just use social media to promote your stuff, do your stuff, put out your stuff, and just go about living life with that. Um, if there wasn't a block button, I would just have to just literally, I it wouldn't change anything. I would just keep doing everything that I'm doing with that. You just ignore them, right? But the, uh, or hopefully there'd be a mute button still. You just hit mute or something but if not it's like never has anything like a negative comment if you like never have i just like man they're right like what like not once because like i know the truth on everything and it's just like it, it's i recognize i like, go oh, oh that person's usually their mindset's in a pretty bad place that they're not self-aware enough to know like if i if you hate someone and don't like them don't waste your time with them like you're not going to stop anything anyways right so it's like just you might as well just spend your time doing something different but yeah, I would still do everything that I'm doing, like no different, because I it's my brand and business, and but I would live life as much as possible, like I am now. Like I'm gonna go today and go, I'm gonna go look at chicken coops down at the the store, and I'm I'm probably gonna come back home with a chicken coop and all the stuff ready to raise chickens. I, I'm pretty comfortable that I'm I, I know enough now uh, to get six to ten baby chickens and and raise them, um, and so I have fresh eggs uh, for my house. Cause I want to add eggs into my diet, but I don't want to do, and I have, there's local farms here to get them from with that, but uh, not, and not having to be a part of like the torture that's going on in the egg industry with that. And uh, cause I, I love eggs and it's the perfect protein with that. And, but we have, we have two farms here in town that you buy them from. It's great. But the, that's, I'm probably going to go do that today. And like, just, I go all in on things that make me happy, man. Like, I love it. I just got a new Moringa tree in. I love watering. I've got growing fruit trees. Pomegranates are growing. Figs are growing. Cherries are growing out back. And all the other lemon and orange trees coming along. Like, so I'm like, I'm happy, man, like with that stuff. So I don't, I know enough to like, if like, if I'm exposed to anything, you know, or the hate and negativity. And if, say there wasn't a block button and say you're going to have like two days of just nonstop, people are pissed off, right? Like a couple of weeks ago. 
you just literally do it where you're just like, oh, I'm just not going to go like look at that for periods of time. And then I don't have to, to, to even deal with it. Right. And I'm very good at that. Very, very good at that. And it took some practice and with that. And I'm thankful for it all now because it's like, you see, look at the people that, you know, people literally have, have, have taken their own lives with how people act on social media, right? Like, I'm so grateful that I, I, I'm in a place where nothing will ever impact me. There's nothing anyone can ever say that's going to hurt because I know who and what I am. And I know the truth at the end of the day with that too. And I think it's important, like I, people that know me in real life, I get along with great and the people that like people are really nice to me in real life, right? And there's so many people nice on social media as well. But that's what you're going to deal with. The hate you deal with is usually only on social media. It's not like I'm going places and like people, it, it's the complete opposite. So that's where I was like, oh, I know what the deal is. It's just people that, that they believe lies or they want to hate and they, and they've just, they're no matter what they're they're That's the, that's what they're doing. And it's like too a lot of the people that do it. If you ever look at their accounts, they're usually hating on a hundred other people throughout the day. Go look. And you're just like, this person just, they're not just hating on you. That's just what they do. They're, they're distracted. They're wasting their time. They're not living life. And it's just, it's a horrible, man, I feel it's a horrible way to live life, in my opinion. And that, but whatever they do to fill their time, hey, more power to them. I just don't want them in, in, in Rybackville at the end of the day. Like, hey, cool. No, no ill feelings, but just keep your energy away. Go, there's billions of people. I'm more than confident that there's going to be enough that they're on my side. Liam, yeah, definitely hope you check out Feed Me More Nutrition. We don't do samples on there, but I, I do I just take a look at all the products on that. And, and the, if you see something that you have a particular question on, let me know. Let's see. Fruits grow really well here. So uh, just to let you know, I have two orange trees. I just got another. And it's that the orange tree is supposed to be in any day now. Um, I just got a moringa tree, which I'm gonna. You can eat the leaves and the and the, and the fruits that grow on that, which is very healthy for you. Um, but I got to leave it in the pot for two weeks before I plant it to let it really gain some strength because they they recommend that for those plants on the shipping. Um, but I've got in my backyard. I've got I've got a peach tree, plum tree orange tree growing, um, fig tree, custard apple, which I don't know if that's going to survive. It did all last year, but it's not, it's not blooming here. And it, 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 it's hard to tell. I'll have to leave it for another year just to make sure. Um, but I got custard apple, which was from Puerto Rico, uh, lemon tree, which is growing lemons, cherry tree, Stella cherry, which is growing cherries and the pomegranate and the other orange tree will be planted out front as well. Um, but the, the pomegranate trees growing big. The pomegranates are already about, about that big growing on it. And so probably in two or three more weeks, those are going to be ready to eat. I think there's like 20 pomegranates on it growing already, which I just planted that last year. So I'm thrilled with that. I love pomegranates and they're really, really good for us. So, and then the moringa tree will be planted out back. And this is, uh, I'm really like, You'd be amazed at what can grow in Vegas. Like it, it, I think we're a, a zone zone eight or a zone nine, if I'm not mistaken. So you can grow. You can grow quite a bit here. I use a razor on my head every other day. Every other day. 
I've not watched really any of the dark side of the ring on any of that. I, I just don't, man. I don't. I, I, I want to say I've saw a little bit and piece of something, and uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I watched it was maybe the Benoit one, which was really good. But I don't. I don't get too caught up. I haven't. I, I honestly don't watch a lot of TV to begin with. So. No, I've never considered going into the UFC. I don't think you guys understand. So when I see that question, I'm just like, do you, like, this is why I laugh when my people, like, I'm just, my life is just repeating, like, myself of what's going on, like, with the back and shoulder. That's why the lies, and I just laughed. I remember when the Bellator stuff, and I'm just like, never at any point in time would I ever consider, I needed a a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement when all those, and I'm like, people just don't, like, They'll just print anything to get to get clicks and to get sites, and I'm just like, get out of here, man. Yeah, that's the, the exact thing I need to go do in that health condition. Like, so no, I don't even. I enjoy it. I would like to to pick up resume the training again, but like, I'm like, man, I like balance in life, and like, I make money through a business. Like, I li- I'm living the ultimate life. I was just telling someone, I go, my cash register goes off 24 hours a day. I've worked so hard to be able to do that. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Right. So I don't think you guys, I was like, I don't need to go risk, you know, getting permanent brain damage. Why? Like I, like I have a working for everything I'm doing to go back to be a physical actor that I love more. I love that more, more than anything. So. Walter, good to see you, buddy. Double W in the house. Happy to see you on. Hope your weekend has been great so far. Much love to you and the family. Hope the rest of your day and weekend is great. Thank you, Walter, and you too, buddy. I hope everything's going well for you guys over there. It's always good to see you come in here, man. Probably be doing today and tomorrow uh, on the Ryback show. I got home later. I went and saw my dad for a little bit yesterday and hung out. It's little guy's birthday tomorrow as well. So I got to go. Actually, today I got to go get their – I'm going to go to the pet store to go get their 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 cake. And uh, I'm sure my mom will dress them up tomorrow and get photos with them as well. And I'll be posting all those. But he'll be five years old. My little guy, my little guy's not so little anymore. So, and then Sophie will be seven. Her birthday is November 24th, but I always celebrate it on Halloween. I call her my little Halloween baby. So, I watch a little baseball from time to time. Not a lot. If like I could put on just a little bit. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I couldn't even name you talents under 30. I don't like I bro, I, I don't even know. Like I would have to have a sheet of paper with the names and ages of people like on it. And age is irrelevant in wrestling as far as I, I look at like on what a talent does. Like you could be, like I said, 40 to 50 is usually your prime money-making years if you're if you're smart. Like Maybe throw 35 to, to 50 in there if you that that range, you know. But some guys' careers could be done before the 30. They could I've seen guys come in that they think are gonna be the world, they get into the business super young and they don't amount to anything. And they're out they're out by their mid-20s. So I don't I don't really factor any of that in too much to anything.
Uh, let's see. Uh, you're almost to 500,000 subscribers, big guy. No, we're at 400, and that is not the numbers. Uh, we need to get the social media fixed. And I told you guys I made a post. So OnlyFans is, there's a, a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit that is being, that um, that only, and I can't remember if it's like that fan, Centro. I don't know where it's, but it's people that were not on OnlyFans. A lot of adult performers and people. And they noticed they were, they started getting shadow banned on social media. <clears throat> and the accounts that are tied to this, so OnlyFans conspired with Facebook, Meta IG, Snapchat, YouTube, <clears throat> and Twitter. All the accounts, by the way, that I'm suppressed on. This going on. And there's a list, and <clears throat> there's an internal list that these companies use. And with their partners, and the, I believe this stuff is going to come to light. But they're, they're filing a lawsuit against OnlyFans for conspiring with, with these companies. <clears throat> And what's going to be really telling is if this information and they're, they're getting subpoenaed, these social social media companies, they're going to have to, like this stuff is going to come out. And this is why I said, and I believe WWE and Vince, it's not just me, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> he is suppressing a lot of former talents. And I could look at it and I could see right away. And there's talents that are there that have actually reached out and messaged me that believe their accounts are being restricted as well while they're there. And I won't, I'm not saying names. I've never do that to them and put them in any jeopardy or anything like that. And I'm just the one that, cause I got the letter. They wanted my social media. And I tell people, this is the, the thing I try to get you to understand. So you know how WWE and Vince is. You've heard the stories of, right? So do you think, and I posted the proof that they wanted my social media. How many times now? So that's all been posted. You see that they wanted my social media and demanded me to sign it over. And when we said no, because they can't make you sign anything over, I owned all that stuff, by the way. They didn't own it. I owned it already. So, like, they were just trying to bully me into signing it over. Do you think, though, how they are that they're going to stop it there and go, oh, he didn't sign it over? Or do you think it's logical that their next step would be, well, we're going to silence his social media since he's not going to give it to us. We're going to, because he's going to speak on things and we're going to silence him. And we're going to push out a lot of lies and a lot of hate. And it's exactly what has gone on. And I'm telling you, the truth is going to come out. And there's a reason. By the way, guys, they reached out about five months ago to settle with me. You want to know why they want me to settle? Because they want me to sign an NDA agreement. Do you know why they want me to sign that? Because of the stuff that's about to start coming out. And I have a lot of other stuff on them, by the way, with that. But they, they, they need – I'm winning the Ryback trademark. So they need to pay up, and they know this. And that, that's what's going on right now and why things have been delayed. They're, they're in a position, they're losing the trademark, and they don't want me speaking on what the things that are going to come out. So you can say whatever you wanted to say and think about me. They, they know the deal and what's going on with that. <clears throat> and there's a reason why I've won everything with that. And I am not afraid. I am not afraid to speak on a lot of other things they do not want me speaking on. And it, it is that is just that is where we are at with things. I don't want to. I want it over and done with. I want this out of my life forever. But nope, that's this is this is where we're at right now with everything. So I want my social media and I want these evil people to leave, to leave me alone. And I'm fighting. This is a fight that I need to get taken care of with that. So and it and it, it will get it will get I'm just telling you this, it's gonna get very, very ugly really, really quickly 
um, in a matter of time. And they know it too. But I, this stuff is all going to come out. And I'm telling you, they're going to get connected to this. And it's going to be, it's going to open Vince and them up to, to major issues, major issues. So. <clears throat> LZ Balista, thank you for the super chat. What's up? Remember me, what you think of Cody Rhodes? What's going on, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Uh, always got along great with Cody. Very happy for him. And uh, we'll see what happens with the decision that he made to go back, right? And I don't know what kind of contract he signed or anything of that nature. But, I, you know, I actually do want to watch. I heard his match with Seth. I saw WrestleMania, but I did not see the last one, the WrestleMania backlash. And I, I'm going to – I'll probably YouTube that today and, and watch the highlights and see. Uh, and I've got Peacock, too. But I'll probably just watch the highlights of it or whatever portions posted on YouTube and uh, and catch a little bit of it on there. Thank you for reminding me of that because I wanted to do that the other day and I forgot. Arthur Morgan, thank you for the super chat, buddy. Super chat's rolling in for the big guy today. I like all sports, man. I don't. I, I love watching football during football season. Um, I'll, I'll catch some games. I'll, not a lot, but like usually if the Bucks are playing, I love Tom Brady, man. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just. And I love. I love like Aaron Rodgers. I just. I, I'm a big players guy, and uh, I'm not like I don't really have a. I root for the Bucks more often than not, but like I, I'm, oh, I was happy the Rams won the Super Bowl. I grew up loving and watching the Rams. My dad's from California, so I, I grew up watching all the games with him. I've been to me and my dad went to a Rams game when I was a kid. I got to see Jerome Bettis play. The uh, it was them versus the New York Giants at their old stadium. Uh, I always watched a lot of hockey. Watched a lot of the L.A. Kings. I, all, the Golden Knights. I don't mind. You know, I've never been to a game live. I don't like going to big events, like being around people like that. But like, I'm not to say that I won't at some point. Um, but um, you know, and I think once everything's done with all this stuff going on, I'll, it'll be a, allow me to relax a little bit more on some things. I've just been in go mode ever since I walked out, and with everything that's gone on, that until business is finished, I just look at it like there, there's no, there's no, there's no, you know, there's no letting up on the pedal till this is all done. Uh, LZ, I hope you're all right. I'm very sorry you got in a car wreck, man. I'm happy you're alive and all right, though. Very scary. And always, it's got to be very aware when we're driving. And, and even then, there's nothing we could do sometimes. It is, I see people driving crazy here all the time. And I just like, I get really, I get really upset when I see that. People swerving in and out of traffic, driving at really high speeds. I'm like, I just like, what do you, what, what is going to be accomplished? You know, nothing, nothing. Uh, I did a shell shock BOGO, I think, a week or two ago, my man. I want to say one or two weeks ago we did one. So you missed it. <laughs> we do so many great discounts, though, on the thing. You're always, there's so many ways to save on that. Hello, hello. Trying to see if there was one more question. All right, guys, with that, we're going to wrap up today's show. I got to head out here a little bit. Somebody just messaged me. I got to go take care and try to 
go take a look at the chicken coops and everything else and, and go look at some chickens possibly too, some baby chickens for the big guy. Uh, and so they bond with Sophie and little guy and don't, don't be mean to them when they're older. I'm going to, I'm really going to, I've really going all in. I'm going to, I'm going to buy some more stuff for farming and like growing some more food, vegetables and potatoes. And like, I, I love, I like, I, I really, it's so peaceful to me. I'm, um, which eventually I'd like to get more land. And, uh, but I'm adding some things to the, to the big Casa de la big guy here. And today is my day fasting to go get some of this done. So anyways, thank you very much for tuning in guys. Uh, please check out my feed me more nutrition line. You can save over on feedmemore.com 20% with discount code Ryback show 20. Uh, and, uh, we've got all the new merch and everything, the new website and all that's going to be coming in the next probably week or two tops. Uh, if we get everything up, it, it's looking really good. Uh, and they're really close. They just got to make a few updates on some things and, uh, we're going to have a full merch. I'm literally, it's going to be really, really cool. The stuff we're going to be offering really high quality. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting all that out for you guys on everything. So anyways, guys have a great Saturday. I'll try to come back on for a Sunday live, uh, here for the Ryback show as well. And until next time, my friends stay hungry, feed me more.